Hello there, I'm Jill Avey, career success coach for women looking to get promoted and become empowered leaders. This is the second episode of a limited eight session exclusive training podcast. In each session, we'll be covering one of the key steps on your path to rising through the leadership ranks. So you'll wanna stay with me for the whole series. For this episode, we're talking about step number two of the seven step passport to promotion, and that's know your genius. Why is this the critical first step that leaders must refresh every year? Because to be a great leader, you need to first be able to lead yourself. You need to continue to expand your vision of yourself as you grow your leadership skill set. We spend a lot of time on this in my coaching program called Sisters in Leadership because when you get this right, it makes all the difference in having a career that's not only successful, but also fulfilling because you have the right fit. The cornerstone of leadership is self-awareness. It's important to explore how you see yourself, what makes you uniquely you so that you can build on your strengths, and what you really want for yourself as a leader. In my coaching, clients go through this important step to build a self-leadership foundation that will keep them strong throughout their careers. And to illustrate the theme of today's show, I want to tell you a story of Deborah. She was working at a pharmaceutical company when she met one of my past clients. The first time we talked, Deborah told me that she wanted to be like my past client because she had a confidence about her that Deborah didn't have but wanted. In my coaching program, the impact of self-discovery on her was amazing. She's actually the reason that I record my first session with clients because of how she visibly changed so much over our time together. She holds herself differently, she speaks differently, and she has a deep understanding of her talents now and how they're special in her work. She's used this new confidence to ask for a promotion and more staff, and she got both, even though she'd only been there for about a year. Now she's brought on one of her new team members into my program as well. Knowing her genius was the most important change she made to achieve all this success. So if you're feeling stuck and wish your confidence would be stronger, then just like Deborah, you're going to be able to use the ideas in today's episode to make your own transformations at work. So let's dive in. When it comes to knowing your genius, here's what you need to know. A lot of my clients come to me with these issues. They aren't getting recognized for their talents. They don't know if their job's a good fit for them. They aren't clear on where to go with their career or how to get there. They feel under-recognized and keep trying to improve themselves in areas where they get criticized. Now, this criticism may come from their inner voice or from external voices. Often our biggest critics are ourselves. When my clients start our program, they are usually acutely aware of their shortcomings and think that fixing these things will finally pave the way forward for them. And this unease causes them to question whether they're even in the right place at all. Yet focusing on your weaknesses is never going to give you the success that you could have by doubling down on your strengths. That's the good news. But the problem is, is that most of my clients have done little to no self-leadership development before they start coaching with me, so their focus is actually in the wrong direction. It's easy to have skipped this step, especially if your only leadership training is through your job. Trainings like that are usually a one-time deal without that yearly refresh that you need, so you're not getting the full picture of where you started and how you've grown in leadership. It also keeps you from understanding how others see you as a leader, so you keep falling down the same gaps. Instead, you need to know your genius. 
you need a clear picture of who you are on the inside and how others perceive you. First, we start with a values assessment. This helps you understand where your values come from, as well as what's most important to you today. You need to see how they're being honored today and where there's improvement for that. It's a critical step in determining if a job is a right fit for you to know what your values are. And you need to redo your values every year because you need to make sure that you value the same things this year as you did last year. Now let's start to understand your strengths and rank them. I always recommend focusing on unrealized strengths rather than the ones that you already lean into. I mentioned earlier that we'll get a lot further by focusing on our strengths rather than fixing our weaknesses. So acknowledging our weaknesses and celebrating them even is a strength in and of itself. No one can be great at everything. So when we acknowledge that, we also find the strengths of others act as a scaffolding support to build us all up rather than hold us back. You'll also want to take a look at your personality and where the facets might be strong versus midline. When we have a very strong personality trait, those can rub others the wrong way. So it's good to be aware of this, not to change ourselves, but we might change the delivery, for example. Think of someone who you know who's an extreme extrovert. They love people and they love to talk. But as you know, that can hinder them in meetings where others might feel like they aren't being heard and innovation can suffer because ideas aren't being expressed. As an extrovert myself, I make an effort to stay quiet and let others talk. I even put notes in front of myself to remind myself to listen. And I say things like, I want to make sure we've heard from everybody so that people know that I want to hear from them. The next step in knowing your genius is to go out and ask people how they perceive you. You can never really know what your strengths are without seeing them through other people's eyes. And as you're doing this, you can also uncover any blind spots that you might have. Now, this is a little tricky because if you don't ask the right questions, you'll get the standard, you're doing great, keep it up, kind of feedback that keeps you stuck in the job you're in. You can pull all this information into what I call the Knowing Your Genius Worksheet. So you can put everything together on one page. I do this exercise with all my clients, and I can tell you it's a beautiful thing. No two summaries are anything alike. We all have so many facets to us that even if two people do the same job or have the same personality type, they bring totally different things to their work when you look at the full package. The last step in the process is to now take this information and do an aspiration exercise. See, we aspire in a different part of the brain than where we plan. It's important to take some time to tap into that part of the brain that can think more creatively and get our reticular activating system going. This is where we can dream of what might be possible for us, whether we know how to get there or not. That part doesn't matter. It helps us stretch our idea of who we are and what we can become to dream. It's a critical first step in becoming a bigger you. Once you put this clear picture together, then you can easily see if the work you're doing and the culture you're working in is a good fit for you or not. It'll be much more clear if you're in the right place at this point. The steps to get there follow a simple process. In my Sisters in Leadership program, we make it easy to see the full picture of your genius with our assessments and step-by-step -step exercises. It's validating to take an assessment that's been backed by thousands of responses and see yourself reflected on the page. If you focus on these key points, you'll be able to understand exactly what it is you bring into a room when you walk into a meeting. You'll build your confidence by emphasizing your strengths instead of trying to fix your weaknesses. 
and you'll be clear on where you want to go and what is holding you back from getting there to clear the way for faster success. To help you develop your own self-leadership, I have a quick and easy assignment for you now. This will only take you about three minutes and you'll be amazed at what you can uncover with just a little bit of thought. Between now and the next podcast, I want you to set a timer for three minutes and write down everything you dream about doing in your career, big or small. Just put your hands to the keyboard or your pencil to the paper and start writing. Keep going until your timer goes off. You're just brainstorming. There's no bad answers. Just, just write and get it out of your head. So by using these ideas and taking charge today with the action step I've just given you, you can start making the changes you want in your career. You already have everything you need inside of you, and I'm here to help you uncover it and bring it into your daily life and your professional journey. Now that you know who you are on the inside, it's time to turn your attention to how people perceive you on the outside. So in the next episode, we'll be talking about executive presence and why it's a key player in how to get your ideas heard and respected so that you get that next level promotion. Until then, I'm Jill Avey, and thanks for listening to the 7-Step Passport to Promotions.